Hey everybody, Coach here. Gosh, man, I certainly hope that this finds you with uh, sunny skies and a itch just to get out there and start doing something in the yard. I know, uh, I know you folks down in the southern latitudes, your guys' spring is already off and running practically from what I have seen. And then obviously you guys up north are, well, you'll play catch up eventually, right? Hey, I thought this week it might be helpful if I uh, gave you a peek into the tools and products, at least the top five of each that I used as a professional landscape contractor and that are available to you guys as well. If you want to have good results, reliable tools and products that really, really do a good job, that's what I'm bringing to you today. I very much had to rely on these products and tools to uphold a professional reputation as well as have them perform for a very long extended period of time, like years and beyond. Uh, so hey, I am glad you're here and I will be right back with the main program. Hey, I'm Matt and you can call me coach. Every week I bring to you landscape tips, tricks, design concepts, tools and thoughts in an easy to understand format so you can tackle projects yourself, get the results that you want, be a heck of a lot more self-reliant in this day and age and save a boatload of money in the process. You know, after a 20 plus year career as a successful self-employed landscape designer and contractor, retail nursery manager and college educated in ornamental horticulture, I bring with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I wanna share with you guys, the modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. Hey, like I mentioned, reliability and performance on the day-to-day -day and month-to-month -month level is absolutely paramount when it comes to tools for me. The tools conveyed that separation between a really bonafide licensed educated landscape contractor and the Saturday morning hack doing side work under the table and illegally out there. And let me tell you, at least on the left coast, there is a boatload of them out there. So be careful. You know, tools both hand and power throughout the years came to be tested and some were discarded, some got broken, but the ones that really performed really kind of stood out. And that's what I'm bringing to you here today. I started off this podcast with the top five tools that I ever had ones that I just would not go onto a job site without and I did it in a little different way I, I reversed the order deliberately in order of importance to me and the company so without further ado let's start off with the tools segment of this hey number five number five came in as the Bosch demolition jackhammer this is a very reliable electric tool that I use primarily in hard compacted soils where swinging a pick or trying to dig with a shovel just protracted the day and the energy level just got beat. When I could use something like this and it went through soil like butter and it went through small concrete pads like butter, completing trenches or going around uh, corners and stuff where, where the, the trencher didn't work quite as well. And it really did a good job of doing finishing stuff like uh, digging out valve boxes or knocking off the little edge of foundation blowouts so that I could sweep up drain lines. It, it, was, it was really imperative that I had a tool like this. And I had two of them 
over the course of my career. Uh, the first one lasted about 10 years and then it got stolen from a job site. And the second one I still have to this day. So consider if you, if you need something that can really get through the soils that you have and especially get the little, uh, the little mini shovel attachment, which I use almost exclusively. I did have the pointed ones, but uh, I use those mostly for small concrete breakout. Yeah, the, the Bosch Max Demolition Jackhammer. I'll list the, the model numbers and stuff in the description down below. I'll do that with all the products, but anyway. Hey, on to number four. And you saw this one in the, the Christmas for the gardener in your world, but it's still, it was the primary shovel that I used for a lot of things when I was contracting, and that's the Structron four inch trenching shovel. I debated about this one between number four and number two, but, this shovel is certainly not just for trenching uh, or cleaning out trenches. I have used this shovel for everything from planting trees and plants and shrubs to uh, weeding out in the orchard at Weed Patch. It was one of the first tools I ever bought. And I had that back in the 1990s, the 1990s, not the 1890s, you smart ass millennials out there. I have used this shovel uh, again for mostly planting and cleaning trenches, but it also was good to get in there in tighter spots where the, the typical square head flat shovel or the rounded shovel, pointed shovel, just was a little too big. It made the jobs, especially around trenches and turning corners and stuff, so much easier. They're built like a damn tank, and they're really well balanced with a, a nice fiberglass handle and rubber midsection and also at the tops too. So hey, both me and the crew liked using those shovels a lot. Hey, number three, the Wellmade brand, Well, W-E-L-L-M-A-D-E, -E, six cubit foot wheelbarrow. Don't know if you've ever had this happen to you, but I hate this and what I'm about to describe to you. Have you ever been behind a wheelbarrow and the wheelbarrow's out in front of you and you're rolling along and you kind of tip the wheelbarrow a little bit as you're making a turn and that front portion in front of the tire digs into the ground somehow and just stops the wheelbarrow instantly and you slam your legs and shins into the back plate. I don't know how many times I did this the first few years. And then I came across this guy. That was the driving force behind attaining the well-made wheelbarrow. It has the front supports much, much higher in a total different configuration that virtually eliminates you know, that, that mishap of tilting and banging your shins. It was very easy to use as far as tipping and loading or unloading. And the longevity, it's it's built like a one-time forever purchase. It really was. Hey, number two, we're getting into the big stuff now. Number two was the Big Tex brand 14-foot heavy-duty dump trailer. Outside the number one tool coming up, this workhorse this thing just paid for itself in the first year I bought it. There are more than this brand out there, of course. It just happened to be a brand that I sourced locally where I was at. And to this day, after 18 years, it's still going strong. I only had to replace the little electrical lift button control after 15 years. The hydraulics, body, sidewalls, and ramps were still holding up fantastically. I replaced the tires only as needed, but man, could it carry a lot and lift a lot. I used it for dump runs. I used it for 
boulder hauling, soil, sands, everything you could put into those things, uh, I used it and I used it a lot. The number one tool, the one that I, I think was the best purchase I ever made for the company, and that was the Kanga brand G24 mini skid steer loader. Uh, hands down, this machine became the backbone of my construction landscape business. It was powered by a 27 horsepower Honda engine, and it had attachments that basically replaced people literally replaced people. And in the most recent recession, it allowed me to continue to work because it was paid for uh, in a much more scaled down personnel realm, uh, like just me and the occasional day workers that I would hire. Kanga, as he was affectionately called, had uh, attachments like two buckets, a trencher attachment, rotor tiller attachment, auger attachment with three different size bits, one for post holes, one for five gallon type of plants and trees, and the other one for 15 gallon. It also had a, a, a ground ripper, which was really neat for compacted soils, and then uh, a leveler and a carry-all. It was a fantastic, I, I mean, I, I miss that. I really do, I miss that machine. If you can miss a machine, I miss Kanga, I really do. Like I said, it eliminated rentals for the most part, handled virtually all the soils and boulders and gravels and material removal and re material placement. It was a workhorse. It became a work smarter and not harder poster boy of my company. Not only at work, but in single-handedly helped me landscape Weed Patch Ranch. It really did. I mean, between all the irrigation and drainage and leveling and moving materials and hills and holy cow, that thing and I really spent a lot of hours together. And don't get the wrong idea here, okay? There's no rings being exchanged. <laughs> that just sounds creepy. <laughs> Kanga always had a way of making customers and people kind of stand back and go, what the heck? You, that little thing is going to do what? And then they basically kind of stood around with their mouth wide open as the project evolved and they saw how Kanga and I just played a huge tireless effort in the construction of every single job. It just, it just never gave up. So that is the tools aspect of my five favorites when it came to landscaping. Now for the top five products, which I used repeatedly in my installations over the years, they never ever let me down. And when you installed, when you used them and installed them correctly, they will do the same for you should you decide to explore them. These are in no particular order. They're, they're just ones that I really came to rely on. Hey, number one, number one in the irrigation realm was the Rainbird brand anti-siphon valves in either three quarter or one inch. I exclusively used many Rainbird products, which included these irrigation valves. They always performed and with the exception of one year when they had a bad batch of solenoids come in, which, hey, sales rep came out and replaced many solenoids for me that one year. They have been a steady and very reliable performer always worked, always tested correctly, and when installed correctly, I never replaced, I'm telling you, I never replaced a Rainbird anti-siphon valve that I installed, never. <laughs> so, number two is also on the Rainbird company. It's the ESP-ME irrigation controller basically a timer. Man, have these products come a long way in the time that I've been in this business. You know, when I first started, there was the older 
uh, Rick Dell brand gear driven pin place timers. And now here we have these Wi-Fi Bluetooth connected controllers that you can program your yard to increase or decrease zone waterings from anywhere in the world that has a Wi-Fi connection. It's uh, that kind of level of capability now. They're so user friendly and that's probably what drew me to them is because I had to turn these over to a client or customer and had to be able to explain it in terms that uh, they could understand rather than just hand them the owner's manual and say, hey, hey, peace out, good luck. And I used, out of the whole dial of those things, I used only about half of the dial. I didn't get off into percentages and other things with folks. I just gave them the easy, simple to understand version. I always made it very simple to explain to that customer because then they were happy and they were satisfied. And that's what you really strive to have as a contractor. You really do. You want someone who, who can get out there and do the job after you've turned that new baby over to their new parent. Again, reliability and longevity. I never replaced a Rainbird controller that I had installed, ever. Number three is the Kitchler brand line of landscape low voltage lights and timers. I use primarily the, the path and accent lights more than anything else, along with their timer and transformers. Very well made and held up through the years over and over again. The only thing I ever got called back on was when bulbs blew out unexpectedly, but that was also back in the days of incandescent bulbs and not necessarily the new LED bulbs, which I strongly urge you to use. It does add some cost to the fixture, but you can save it back by using a lot less cable and the transformer sizes. Instead of using a 500 watt transformer, you only need a 200 watt transformer, which will pay for those bulbs and then some. Hey, number four, the EB Stone Organic Fertilizer line. I especially used and very much like the Sure Start product and used it a lot in the planting schemes that I installed. In addition, I'm very fond of the Azalea Camellia Acid Loving line that they have and the citrus food used a lot of this product. It's really a no burn organic formula and long lasting performance always assured me not only professionally, but for personal use as well, that the plants that I was putting in the ground were gonna get a great start to life, plain and simple. Hey, and lastly, the last product was the Scott's brand. Scott's brand Turf Builder Starter Lawn Food. I always applied this product on sod day. It was my go-to. I'd moisten the sod bed or the seed bed. I didn't really use a seed bed, but it's the same thing. Moisten the sod bed, lightly rake it in, and place the sod or broadcast the seed always provided a great non-burning high performance and long-lasting kickstart to the sod lawns that I installed. Repeat applications, repeat fertilizing was never really needed until the following season and that was generally three or four months down the road. I, I'm not a big fan and coming from Central California, we didn't put in a lot of seed lawns. I know seed lawns are a much bigger thing in other parts of my country and the world, but sod is where it's at out on the left coast. It's quick and it's simple. So, hey, there you have it. The top five tools and the top five products that I remembered uh, that I wanted to share with you guys today. I'm not telling you to go run out and buy these things, but if you do and you're in the market for a landscape project and you need something like these things, by all means, you know, take a look. Are there other products out there that are just as good? Sure. 
Yes, no doubt. I, uh, I'm sure there are. These are just ones that I found that I could rely on year after year. And mentor told me when I was a teenager, don't mess with success, boy, plain and simple. So before you go, maybe check out some of these products that I have mentioned on our Amazon store, which is listed below. Thanks for any help that you'd like to kick our way so we can keep bringing you great videos every week and great plants of the week every week and this podcast as well hey i will catch you guys next week so appreciated that you stayed till the end of the video remember i'm only an email away if you've got a landscape question that you can't find an answer to this is coach thanks for tuning in see you next week Thank you for listening to this episode of Yard Coach. Check out the original videos on YouTube at Yard Coach or email Coach Matt at youryardcoach at gmail.com. And hey, did you get your free 15-step landscaping project checklist? Check out the podcast description below for the link to your free PDF as well as the YouTube channel for more great information for the DIYer in you. See you next week.